Hi guys, welcome to the Ida Azlin Show and today I have with me my really good friend, Safiya Maulana. Hello! <laughs> the reason I have Safiya on the show today is because Safiya is one of my bestest friends. She's like oh. my person. I love her to bits and it sucks that we're in a long distance relationship. But whenever I want to go for heart to heart talk, mm. which has a dose of fluff and silliness but still <laughs> coming out of it learning something profound I'll go to Safiya <laughs> that is perhaps one of the biggest compliments I've ever received in my life Ida Alhamdulillah honestly you know I was I was thinking about how I am surrounded by people whether it's friends or family who are just far far greater than me in terms of like their talent their closeness to Allah their character and you you are one of those people and I look up to you so much. Oh, bless you. Alhamdulillah. Same, likewise. And we always start every conversation with a huge dose of flirting. Yes, like we do. we just did. We do. <laughs> we do. Every time. So we wanted to talk about beauty today, not because it is something that we are particularly obsessed with. I wouldn't say obsessed with, but I, I feel like it's very interesting to talk about beauty now that alhamdulillah you've become a mother like I want to know mm. how the definition of beauty have changed for you and for me mm. now that I'm like wow hitting my mid-30s I can't believe I'm saying that <laughs> Ida you still look like a 12 year old <laughs> like I'm looking at you and yeah I think you're like 12 if you were walking down the street <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my definition of beauty has definitely changed as i grow older mm. so i wanted to like pick your brain on that as well how has your definition of beauty changed ever since becoming a mother i don't know if it's changed a lot since becoming a mother but it's changed throughout the course of my life through different paths that life has taken me down um, I'm just going to put my hands up there and say that I'm a recovering superficial person. Um, <laughs> I remember for most of my life, I I was very superficial, especially during my teenage days. I'd just get dressed up and take loads of pictures of myself because my outward beauty was so important to me. How I was perceived on a scale of she's really pretty to she's not that pretty was very important to me. Yeah, so for most of my life, I'd say I was fake deep and deeply superficial. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think introspection hasn't come very naturally. But to me now, beauty is a lot more introspective. Okay. It's very much the quality of someone's character, the strength of someone's heart. That's what I find really beautiful now. One of the defining moments where I really sat down to think about beauty, the first time that I ever like really considered this properly was when I got married. Mm. It wasn't so much because of my husband. <laughs> After I got married, I had like a really bad skin condition. Oh. Yeah, so I struggled with, um, I think I was breaking out quite a lot. Right. And I was doing everything to topically cure it. Right. Like I was putting creams and whatever. And that's when I realized, like after doing a lot more research, that because your skin is like the largest organ of your body, when something is not right inside, like you're not taking care of your food, you're not sleeping well, you're stressed, it shows up on your skin. Ah, that's the first time where I realized that, oh my God, like I've been seeing this the wrong way. Like I've just been seeing it from the outside, but I should be looking at it from the inside out. Mm. What a bad time to, <laughs> to struggle with skincare issues. But I think what you said is quite profound about how you realize that your beauty goes far 
deeper than what's just on the surface level. Yeah. Like you have to take care of yourself on the inside in order for you to, well, in this case, for you to get rid of your acne, but maybe on like a bigger metaphorical level for you to feel beautiful on the outside. Can I just say you have the best skin I've ever seen. I've been millimeters close to this woman and she does not have a single pore on her skin. Mashallah, she's airbrushed in real life. (laughs) Lies. Lies. But I swear to God, like when that happened, I think it was a blessing in disguise because that's when I realized that you need to start taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. um, internally and what we eat and stuff. But now, now that I'm I'm in my mid-30s, I realized that, yes, I, I do, I'm going to go on record and say this, I spend quite a bit of money <laughs> taking mm. care of myself. Good, as you should. Right? Yeah. But I also think what has really helped is just having the confidence. I think confident people are very beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just something about how they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. People who are, like, extremely comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who doesn't put on fake airs, who are just, like, you can tell from the get-go they're very genuine. Yeah, yeah. I find that extremely attractive. Yeah, sincerity is, like, the pinnacle of attraction to me. People who are just unapologetically themselves and they have a greater purpose and intention for the things that they carry out, I find that very attractive. I find kindness beautiful. Maybe for that's, sure. like... Not like cute kindness, but genuine kindness. I think it all goes back. What's a cute kindness? I don't know. Like (laughs) people who go out of their way to make other people's lives better and expect nothing in return from it. So it goes Mm. back to sincerity, but I I do admire kindness in people. I find consistency very beautiful. Oh, I like that. Mm. Another thing that I think is very beautiful is a beauty that is easy on the eyes. I don't know how to say it. It's Ooh. like... Expand, please. Effortless. I think that's what I'm looking uh, for. Ah, okay. I get yeah, that. Yeah, I find it very, very beautiful. Like, when you think about it, like, Allah has created all of us very beautiful. I know mm. it's cliche and all that, but honestly, like, He is the best creator in the universe. Mm. It's like the metaphor of you wearing your glasses. Right. So we, we were talking about this, like, <laughs> one of the girls on A+, she was saying, like, guys, have you ever... Just clean your glasses after a while. Right. Like, just take off your glasses and just clean it. Okay. When you put it back on, wouldn't you see it like, oh my god, wow, like, things are much clearer. Mm. So usually, when we look at the world, when we look at the things that we see in our day-to-day, if our glasses, i.e. our heart, is stained Mm. or is, like, foggy, we will never be able to see the true beauty that is out there in the world. So it's not so much that you can't see the beauty or you don't find beauty but it's more of your heart glass it's not cleaned oh wow it's stained with bad feelings envy hatred pain Mm. so once in a while we have to take out that glasses in our heart and just wipe it clean i mean have you ever tried wiping your window (laughs) and then light starts streaming in yes yes It's like a whole new perspective on the world. Even like the mirrors in my house. I'm like, oh, I see things so much more clearly. I didn't even realize like when I cleaned my kitchen window the other day, I didn't realize that my outlook was so beautiful because it was stained with like lime scale from the tap water and all these other things. (laughs) And and fur from our cat rubbing up on the window because she loves to take naps on the windowsill. Um, So Mm. it was like a whole new perspective when I cleaned it. Yeah, exactly. So 
again, it goes back to the inside, right? You mm. cannot detach the idea of like how clean is your inside, how healthy or how sound your heart is. Because if the inside is not clean, then you'll never be able to find beauty in the outside. In it's the things true. that you see on a day-to-day basis. It's true. Beauty is all about perspective. And in order to have perspective, you need a clean lens to begin with. Going off on that, right? One of my friends was saying... You know, when we have a spot on our face or if we have a scar, we would put a concealer and like we would try to like mask it away. Yeah. And she was saying like, imagine if our scenes, like Allah wouldn't hide our scenes. Mm-hmm. Like because of Allah's mercy, he hides our scenes. He covers our flaws. No one actually knows the things that we do that are not very nice Mm -hmm. or even the whispers in our heart that's not very nice Allah hides all of that away from like people that we meet on a day-to-day basis but she was saying like what if our scenes are being painted on our skin for example wow not even just that like what if like for every time you seen like a foul smell comes off Mm. I'd be probably a very very smelly person (laughs) You know what, it's interesting that your friend shared that because I have struggled with acne and hormonal breakouts my entire life and I I made it my life's focus to have clear skin. I've gotten to a point in life now like where I embrace my hormonal breakouts, I have freckles on my face and I now really like them, alhamdulillah. Yeah, I love them. Oh, thank you, Aida. (laughs) Now, I don't freak out so much if like I have a spot or a breakout, but I do freak out when I know that in terms of my character, like I've done something really bad or in terms of my relationship with Allah, I have not done my best. Um, and I think maybe marriage has put that into focus a lot for me. Mm. I say that because my husband, being the wonderful human being he is, he honestly couldn't care less about the way that I looked. Um, and I'm very grateful to him for that because I am a really messy person. I love to lounge around and not make much of an effort um, <laughs> in the way that I look. So I'm very grateful that he appreciates me for the way that I am. But what I have noticed is what really affects our relationship is not whether I look good or bad, but whether I behave beautifully towards him or not, right? Yes, how how you carry yourself around him, right? Exactly, exactly. So what brings us closer is our mutual respect for one another, our acts of kindness towards one another, our acts of service towards one another. So Mm. it's really put the focus on my character more so than on my outward appearance. Yes, a a million times, yes. There was once, I think, I was wearing a really cute outfit at home. I had like earrings on and stuff like that. Yeah. And, oh, he didn't say a word about it. I was so pissed off. (laughs) Right. But obviously, I dressed for myself, but it would have been nice for him to say something. To be acknowledged, yeah. I had to be like, don't you think I look cute today? Yes, yes you look cute yeah. today. But the thing was, because of like all these accessories that I had on, I didn't want him coming close to me. <laughs> I had like. <laughs> so then, so then I realized, oh my god, Ida, it defeats the purpose because mm-hmm. you know, like what you said. Yeah. Your level of relationship, the closeness that you you two have, mm-hmm. is not because of what we wear. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that helps visually, but it's the level of like 
being kind to one another, being mm. gentle to one another, being affectionate to one another, right? Absolutely, absolutely. On that note, I just want to say like, I hate it when they don't have to do anything. Yeah. The guys, I mean, mm-hmm. they don't have to do anything and their skin is like perfect. What is that about? I just don't I understand don't, it either. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Honestly, it really is. It really is. It's not fair. Because I really care about my skin. I try to cleanse my skin. I remove my makeup. And you do nothing. You just go into the shower and get out and it's perfect. Yeah. I read a meme the other day. Your skincare doesn't care about you. (laughs) That's me. That's me. (laughs) That spoke to me on a very deep level. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So we've we've kind of established a, a really important point right here. That beauty is... A skin deep is about character, it's about ahlak, it's mm-hmm. about the state of your heart, it's about your relationship with Allah, mm-hmm. and it's about being present and understanding that there is really beauty in every corner that you look, right? It's true, it's true. Yeah, but I wanted to go back on you talking about like how you no longer freak out if there is a spot or anything, but you freak out when like you know you've done something that will affect the relationship that you have with Allah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For instance, like if I've missed my fedger, no matter how I look that day, no matter what I put on, no matter whether I've taken a shower or not, it's it's not going to help me to feel better about myself until I've made sure that I've rectified that, whether it's to make up my prayers or to sincerely have a conversation with Allah and say, you know, please help me to be someone who can establish their fedger. Um, so mm. it's much more impactful in my life um when i know that my relationship with allah is sound and when i know that my relationship with the people who are most important to me are sound yeah but i i do want to say this like our religion is a religion of balance right our faith is based on balance so outward beautification doesn't negate inward beautification and vice versa for sure we know that like it's part of our tradition to beautify ourselves and with the right intentions um that beautification can be rewarded and can be a means of you pleasing Allah um Mm. but definitely I think for a a long time in my life I've focused so much on the outside that it's taken a toll on the inside and it's been completely neglected so I think it's a constant balance of making sure that my inside is as good as my outside if not Mm. better yeah for sure I think it really translates like it's it speaks out like you know when there's a term the glow up or something like that Okay, yeah. Oh, yes. The glow up. Mm. So that means, I think, oh my God, I'm too old for this. I think it's like (laughs) how, like, they show, like, before and after photos, like, when maybe when you're 15, Mm. and then the the glow up to when you're 25. Yeah. If I take that concept, have I glown up? Is that the right word? Have I glowed up? (laughs) Go for it. I'm not the best person to ask. (laughs) Have I glowed up in terms of my salah? Have mm-hmm. I glowed up in terms of my Quran recitation? Mm-hmm. Have I glowed up in terms of the amount of charity I've given? Yeah. Because, you know, obviously you want to grow in terms of your spirituality. You don't want to be just stagnating. Absolutely. You don't want to be reciting Ahad your whole life in your salah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try so, other surahs as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That has been something I've been thinking about. Like, how have I been helping myself glow up in terms of my spirituality? Mm. Would you consider yourself to have glowed up? Yes, and I couldn't have done it without Allah. Like <laughs> some, Sometimes when I catch myself and I'm like, 
wow, like, who would have thought you would be doing this, 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 and the other? Mm-hmm. Like, 20-year-old Ida would never have believed it. Yeah. But it only happened because Allah allowed it to happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful how he, how he carried me through. It's, it's crazy. Alhamdulillah. What about you? Um, yeah, glowed up, glowing up on that journey. <laughs> Same as you, Ida. <laughs> Still trying to glow up. <laughs> That's another term too, lit. You've lit. heard about it, right? Yes, I have. Here's the thing, right, Ida? Whenever I'm around you and you drop certain terminology... And I'm like, I have no idea what that means because you're like super internet savvy. But sometimes you drop I'm these not. words and I'm like, yes, I know it. I feel cool now. So the other term is lit, right? And we were talking about it mm. the other day on AA Plus because we were discussing on the name Anur. Mm-hmm. And what my Ustazah was saying is that every single one of us, we already possess Allah's light within us. Mm-hmm. It's already within us. SubhanAllah. But... There are veils to dislike because of our scenes yeah. or because of because we are distracted by worldly things. So again, I was thinking, why only be dunya lit when <laughs> you are already lit in essence? Because you you are literally being lit up by Allah. <laughs> We're so lame, but I'm cool with that because that's 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 an amazing way to look at it. Yeah. It's That's like, incredible. imagine being powered by a source of light that never dies. Mm. Oh, wow. And imagine being beautiful by the creator of beauty mm-hmm. himself. It's true. So I think like, what I realize is like, how we've defined certain terms like beauty, how we've defined certain terms like success. Whose definition are we really following? It's true. Yeah. I think when we go back to the source of it all, we understand that our definitions of beauty and success are very much skewed and very dunya-oriented, like very worldly-oriented, right? When in actuality, our purpose here is far more profound and we need to look beyond what's skin deep in order to unlock, like you said, the noor and our potential and our true beauty. Um, So I think I've been for a long time looking in the wrong places to find beauty and find success and find light. Mm. What do you think is the most beautiful thing about you? Oh, Ida, why do you ask me these questions? <laughs> I told you I'm recovering superficial, so introspection doesn't come naturally to me. Come on, come on. There, I can say a million things. That's very kind of you, Ida. What's the most beautiful thing about me? Maybe my level of emotional intelligence. I really value yeah. that in me. Yeah. I see that. Thank you, Ida. It's something that I'm very conscious of and something that I want to be better at, being emotionally intelligent. Because I I really value the relationships in my life. Um, and if I can be the best to the people around me, I think that's a, that speaks a lot for who I am. And I'm working on that. I'm, I'm not very Inshallah. good at it. Inshallah. Yeah. You know who is the most emotionally intelligent person? It's Rasulullah right? And whenever I think about all of the people that Allah has placed in my life, and mm-hmm. they're all very beautiful, mashallah, when I think of their beauty, their mark of beauty, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about physical beauty, I'm talking about overall beauty. Mm-hmm. Like for my husband, his generosity, for my mother-in-law, her gentleness, for my mm-hmm. mom, her ferocity, for yeah. my dad, his tender, loving heart. <laughs> Every single thing that i find beautiful in everybody i meet 
Rasulullah has it. And that's why he is like the most beautiful soul ever. And I really cannot wait to meet him. Yeah, subhanAllah. May Allah unite us with him. I mean, one of my intentions lately is to really try to find Rasulullah in every aspect of my life. And it's sometimes really hard because you've never mm. met him, mm-hmm. You've never met him, yet you know you have to love him. But yet there's been all this distance. But you yeah. make intention anyways. You try anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But this conversation, I don't know why, but he's... I can feel his presence, like... Oh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And I think that speaks volume, since we're talking about beauty, that speaks volumes about his beauty. Because on a superficial level, we know very little about him. We've never seen his face. We have, yes, descriptions of his outer appearance, but we don't have a physical image to attach that to. And yet, when we speak about his beauty, what speaks volumes is his character, is the quality of his heart is the light that he was able to bring into the lives of the people that surrounded him and the, the strength of the connection that he had with Allah. Yeah, subhanAllah. He was perfect in all sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you if you have to define beauty, like he is it. There we go. Like if we were to define beauty, I was just about to say that, then there you go. Rasulullah Yeah, everything about him was symmetrical, balanced, harmonious. Yeah. It's true. Everything was in the right doses. One of the companions, he said that, um, my Ustazah was, was sharing with me this and it, it hasn't like left my mind. He said that if you were to create yourself, mm-hmm. like you you would create yourself perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. Rasulullah was dead and more. Wow. Yeah, so when my Ustazah broke it down for me, she's like, if you had a chance to create yourself, Aida, what would you take off? What would yeah. you add on? Yeah. What would you improve? What would you enhance? Mm. Now think of all of that and yeah. Rasulullah was more than that. Wow. Like I've never thought of it that way. Oh subhanallah. It's crazy. <laughs> Safia, thank you so much. I don't know how we got here. I'm not too sure either, I but often we don't know. We just talk yeah. and talk and talk and we find ourselves somewhere beautiful. Exactly. Allah carried us through here and I'm very happy to reach this destination <laughs> with you. We always end the podcast episode with a question. Oh What would you like to ask the audience? If there was one trademark for beauty that you'd like for everyone on this earth to possess, what would it be? I love that question. Yeah. What What would yours be? Sincerity. What a difference the world would be. I know. If we were all sincere, I think it would make a hell of a difference on earth. Subhanallah. Mm. Just a tiny bit more sincere. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. I think I, I would have to copy your answer <laughs> because it's perfect. <laughs> I think I think if everyone could just be a little bit more grateful, mm. I think that would change yeah. a whole lot of things as well. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, gratitude is a source for so much goodness in our life. Yeah, gratitude is the best attitude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, ladies. So think about it. If there is a trait or a mark of beauty that you would like every single person in this world to have, what would it be and why? Share with us your answer, your thoughts and your reflections and tag us at the Aida Azlin Show. Safiya and I would love to hear from you guys. And with that, Safiya, thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart, my beautiful, beautiful Safiya. Thank you so much, my beautiful, beautiful Aida from the bottom of my heart for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see you in the next episode, inshallah. Assalamualaikum.